Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Truth Seeker and all its affiliates are not responsible for any strange phenomena that may occur during or after listening to this podcast, which may include the following. Heightened senses of awareness, psychic abilities, UFO sightings, alien contact, time loss, out-of-body experiences, ringing in the ears, ESP, lucid dreaming, increased synchronicities, astral projection, telepathy, stronger intuition, levitation, miraculous healings, and or remote viewing. Please be advised to listen at your own discretion. can hear me now okay great um true seeker podcast excited delighted to be with you guys again thanks for letting me know in the chat chat's holding it down man i would have did this whole show with no sound thank y'all for for uh the help there but we're going to be talking about all things spiritual it's what we do we're going to be talking about uh spirituality we get woo woo it is woo woo it's fun but it's also got to be practical at the same time so we're going to be talking about the practicality when it comes to spirituality, how to walk in grace, how to walk in serenity and peace for your own life, but also impart that to others, which is the reason why we're here to empower people, to equip them, to do good works and to encourage you to you know, find out why you're here, man. Uh, find your calling, your purpose and run with it. So I hope you guys will be encouraged. I want to say thank you to everybody supporting my work via Patreon. 
This is a listener-funded, listener-supported show. Doesn't exist without your help. And um, I- I'm so thankful and grateful that you guys have partnered with me and, and helped me to bring this to the masses. And we- I get messages from people all around the world um, every day about how this show is impacting their life just through talking about this stuff, being open and honest with our walks, with our calling. And, um, you know, it's so easy. It's not hard. It is easy. So we're going to take the, you know, what seems like hard and these obstacles of, of being open, honest, and, and authentic where it becomes uh, first nature, where that's what you, that's who you are. You walk in truth, you walk in peace, and you honor one another. You respect people where they are. And uh, this podcast is helping people do, to do that. So thank you all for partnering with me. Give a shout out to some of the latest patrons within the last week or so. Several here. Shout out to Ashley Alteray. Um, and I'm going to butcher your names. I just, I suck at this. Uh, uh, Disclaymore, shout out to you, my friend. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Seth Momklovich, I'm trying my best. I'm sorry. Tom Abramovic, Momklovich and Abramovic, back to back. Thank you guys for coming on. And my friend from India, uh, Observe observe with Sheil. Thank you for coming on, Sheil. Love you. If you'd like to support Head on over to my um, Patreon. I'm going to butcher your name when I read it. I just suck at this. But uh, go to patreon.com backslash truthseeker and you can partner with me and get a bunch of really cool perks and guided meditations and my entire discography of music. And then our Thursday night seer classes, which is the community as, uh, uh, aspect of what we're building here. You get a bunch of really cool stuff. I made it worth your while. Patreon.com backslash truthseeker. Um I'm about to change offices soon. So for those of you who are watching on the live stream and you get to see all this, I get a lot of compliments on my backdrop and it's really just a bunch of random stuff. These are all video game posters behind me. So somebody make me an offer because I'm going to get rid of them. There's some really cool stuff, a lot of custom stuff, League of Legends, Gears of War, bunch of cool stuff. I get a lot of compliments on my backdrop. So if anyone would like a... Uh, poster from the office here um, when I retire this this backdrop, uh, which is going to be in the next couple weeks or so. Make me an offer on uh, you know something, and I'll send you all these posters, which is a bunch. And you can deck out your room or your kids' room or your game room or whatever with stuff that was in here. So shoot me a message, a DM, and uh, I'll get that to you. Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump on today's uh, talk. Welcome my guest. To the True Seeker Podcast, my friend Gene Walters. Welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being here. Awesome. Uh, you have a, a wide range of of uh, credentials. Uh, there's a lot that you you do and bring to the table, and I love mm-hmm. every single aspect of it. And I know we're going to be talking about uh, you know the topic of the day is we're dealing with anxiety. You have a new book that just came yeah. out. The Journey from Anxiety to Peace, Practical Steps to Handle Fear, Embrace Struggle, and Eliminate Worry to Become Happy and Free. And I think that's something that we all need in our lives, especially in the day and time that we're living now with all of this uncertainty. So um, we'll be talking about the book, but there's a lot more that you bring to the table. I want to get woo-woo with you because you talk about channeling. You you do Akashic readings, over 35,000 readings and stuff. So we're going to get woo-woo just so people know. I want to go deep with you. But I guess just kind of introduce yourself and who you are, what you bring to the table for the people who are new to your work. 
Okay, well, I've been a metaphysician. I've been studying truth for many, many years, probably over 40 years. And I've been teaching a, a long time, <laughs> over 35 years. And uh, so my angle is always that I want to understand this connection that we have to the greater universe, to the greater intelligence that we are. And um, to that end, you know, I teach metaphysic, uh, metaphysics and meditation, but I endorse the idea of really getting into your own consciousness and understanding who you truly are, because we are all very dynamic beings and we are capable of anything we set your, our mind to. And, but we need to learn how to harness the power of the mind in order to do that. Because in our day and age today, um, we are, have been in some ways mesmerized by a lot of, of uh, negative thinking and a lot of uh, just a lot of negativity. And we're being taught that we're dependent on drugs and we're dependent on listening to the news and we're, de we're dependent on a lot of technology. But the point of it is all of these things are there to serve us. And yet most of the time we're letting, we're serving it instead. So there's a, a Zen saying that goes, the mind is a wonderful servant and a terrible master. So one of the things that I encourage people to do is to manage their mind in a better way. And that's a, a lot of what this book is about is placing your mind where you want it to be and also understanding that you have a lot of techniques available to you to move out of anxiety and into peace. And people don't tend to understand that. Can you define uh, some of the aspects of this anxiety? Have you mm -hmm. felt it personally or have you been exempt from it the whole time? What, like, what is your relationship with what's going on right now? Great question. Um, well, first of all, I grew up in a, with a mother that was incredibly anxious and she was really like a nervous wreck. And I think today she would be diagnosed and medicated and so forth. But the point of it is, is she could worry about anything. I used to accuse her that she could make a hangnail into cancer. Um, but that was, that was how I grew up. And I realized very early when I was a child that I was not going to live that way. And I was going to find another way to do it. And so, yes, I've developed a lot of techniques for myself that keep me out of anxiety that I don't I really do stay in a state of peace for the most part. I mean, there's well, every now and then something comes up and I'll have to handle it, but, but, but I don't live in fear. And I think the reason is I understand that there's fear and there's love and there's only those two states of being. And when we're in fear, we're not in love. So anytime you choose to move into love, you immediately eliminate fear in your life. And that can be as simple as, being gratitude, being in great, grateful for what we have. We, we have so much we have, I mean, just looking outside today is just a gorgeous day here in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, and, and so we have so much to be grateful for. And when we're in that state of gratitude, we're expanding and we're also in a state of love. So if we choose to, we can constantly live in that place. And it might be a little bit more complicated. I mean, that's one technique for sure, but there are others where you can move into that state and, and eliminate fear from your life. 
if it does any good, if it helps you at all to live in fear, I would endorse it. But the truth <laughs> of the matter is it doesn't. All it does is drain your energy and take from you. And then your mind is so consumed with every dire consequence that we don't, we tend to not be productive and we tend not to be expressive of our natural talents. And we all have wonderful talents that we came in to express. But it's, and it's our job to learn how to connect with that and let that come forth. Yeah. I like how you say that, you know, that you have the, the, the two polarities, the, the fear yes. and the love. And mm -hmm. I'm a Bible guy. I love the scriptures. And, it's, and the scripture mm -hmm. says that perfect love cast yeah. out all fear, not mm -hmm. some of it, not fear of not adding up or fear of what happens when you die, any type of fear, like perfect love cast out all fear, fear of what the government's doing, fear of the elections, fear of I'm going to lose my job, my spouse is going to leave me, I'm going to die alone, whatever that fears you have, perfect mm -hmm. love cast it out. So is it about engaging this love? Love definitely, for me, the, the doorway in is through gratitude and thanksgiving, you know, like yes. you mentioned. Yes. And aren't we in a, a great time right now because we're dealing with Thanksgiving and the holidays coming up. And that's always a, a very time, a good time of expansiveness and love. But um, absolutely, we, we have a time going on right now where, the, where we are really in a cleansing period. And um, though everything is shifting in our world. And we can look at that and go, you know, it's time for things to shift. But at the same time, people are being afraid of that it really kind of goes back to this idea that change is scary. Well, it's scary or it can be very exciting. It's depending again on how you want to look at things. It's how do you manage change in other parts of your life when you're changing your job or you're changing your home or whatever, you're changing your office right now. Um, you know, that can be exciting. And so what we want to do is go move. It's like a child, you know, when a child goes, oh, we're going to go to the circus today. I don't know what the circus is, but it sounds really neat. So moving into more of a childlike innocence, part of that too is forgiving. You know, we, we, many people tend to hold on to grievances. Like they can be really pretty ridiculous too. Like that person looked at me funny or, you know, they said something bad whatever it's like you don't want to staple your life to something that is so petty and insignificant that it keeps your energy down because the person that doesn't forgive is the one who's stuck with all the heaviness so you know that's another technique that we need to learn jesus said as you know forgive them for they know not what they do and that's really the truth of it the people that hurt are the ones that are hurt and um, and so when we understand that, we can forgive that and let it go because it's not anything that we want to continue on in our own life. Mm -hmm. Even that word that you just used was just been on my spirit. Um, I, mm -hmm. I experienced the day of it, heaviness. Mm -hmm. Heaviness is, uh, and I've been, I, actually yesterday I typed it into my phone and, and before we went live, I was looking it up. I wanted to look up in the Bible everywhere that that word was used heavy and heaviness and mm -hmm. it's very interesting um you know when, when it comes to that that term and and really praise love and adoration shifts mm -hmm. you out of heaviness it takes the the perspective off of you and shifts it onto that gratitude. I'm thankful. I still have breath. I still have a heartbeat. I have a family. I have 
a beautiful pet, whatever it is that you have in your life that brings you that gratitude. Uh, there's a scripture that says that God will give you a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that if you have a spirit of heaviness upon you, that God can take that away and give you a garment of praise. And mm -hmm. he also, Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, you carry in mm -hmm. many burdens, he says, and I will give you rest. And Beautiful. so there's a contrast with this heaviness and being light and free. Mm -hmm. Empaths are all over the place right now because they're able to like they're feeling the heaviness that don't even belong to them like they mm -hmm. are doing the inner work they are walking in gratitude but this heaviness still comes they're able to feel it from their family members from their children that are going through heaviness and anxiety and fear so um it, it's, it's big right now yeah, that's, that's all the more reason why we have to be in light you know and and it, well since you're into the bible i'm with you <laughs> Uh, the first the first creation was light and we are light and when I was a small child one of the things that helped me change was realizing that, that there was this light that ran through my whole body yeah. I saw it from the top of my head all the way down to my toes and I and I would examine that light and and notice that it was always joyful and so sometimes I would like fall and scrape my knee up or something like that and and I'd be oh, crying and then I would stop to notice if the light was in agony with me and it never was so one thing I learned early on is that we have this thing within us this beautiful light this beautiful energy that is always peaceful it's always loving it's always kind you know and I was trying so hard to try to figure out a way where I could stay in that all the time and not have to just sort of be involved with all the like the craziness of the world, you know. As a child, I couldn't figure it out, but it was it was like one of those things where you hold it in your mind and remember that that's what it's all about. That we're one of that's what I want to move to. That's what I want to understand. And that's a lot of what my work is about is helping people. I say helping people live in the light. Because we all have that ability to do that, but we have to manage where we focus our attention and our minds. You said it beautifully with your dog and your family. and <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, we've been talking about it a lot. And again, before COVID and all this stuff, like I had been talking about, you know, conspiracy theories and how they rob you. They rob you of your joy and the fear of the what if and what's going to happen. Like you play out all of these scenarios that aren't real, by the way, in your mind. Yes. And you're yeah. at them and it gets really, it, it can be, it can be draining, you know, yeah. um, so not letting anything take your peace from you. And I think that this world is set up in such a way that, you know, it does that because it can also, it can also go like sell us the cure, which is like putting our trust in the government or medication <laughs> or whatever it is. Come to me, let me fix it versus like you are a sovereign being who light that you can connect with, um, you know, it's something they try to sell you something outside of yourself. And that's yeah. where you have to, you know, look to a, a master or, or, or some type of ruler, which shows up in the form of the government, you know, and, and things like that, especially right now. Any kind of authority figure for mm -hmm. sure. But when we practice going within, you know, we actually get quiet and go in by closing our eyes and being conscious that we're essence and beginning to move into that space of openness where we can begin to feel it. We can feel this energy of light, this energy of, of truth, this energy of love. We can begin to ourselves with that and become that. 
we it is who we truly are but we need to reverse that uh tendency to look out there and learn to look in here because that's where we're going to get our answers that's how we're going to be able to live from a place higher than what we've been trained to live from because there's a certain mesmerism that goes with watching the news and finding out where the election is yeah. and what's the latest pandemic figures and blah, blah, blah. And so people get addicted to that. It's a, it's a sort of a drama addiction. Yeah. And so sometimes they won't leave it alone because they're into the drama of it. They're addicted to it. And if they understand that's an addiction, then because even the idea of be sitting quietly for 10 minutes is like, oh, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the thing is you undermine yourself if you don't learn how to look quiet your quiet your mind. It's like what we do with a child. When a child is upset, we hold it and we talk to it softly and we hug it and we tell it's going to be okay. We need to learn how to do that same kind of thing with ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Um you know, I go I go periods where I don't because like things can plateau out and get better and like I don't need to kind of run to that little secret quiet place that I go to because everything's going good. But the longer I stay out of it, the worse the worse things get. <laughs> when I try to carry, you know, all my burdens and my fears and all that stuff, we try to carry it or sort it out ourselves. But really, you know, go into that place of I like to say you talk about this light that isn't supposed engaging with that light, you know, which you know, I, I love it. Again, like scripture talks about how like Christ lighteth every man that cometh into the world, that you yeah. have that divine spark within you. And it is, it, it is a portal back to the heart of God is what I would say that we can engage with beauty, with love, with majesty, with reverence by going within through a meditation, through breath work, through prayer, aging that way. And for me, it shifts my focus. And that's the interesting thing because on the outside in my situation, nothing changes. Like those mm -hmm. bills are still there. People are still mad at you. You still burnt bridges, like nothing fixed, but your mm -hmm. perspective shift it so now that you can deal with it and engage it with peace and love and hope versus anxiety despair i'm a failure right you can you have solutions because your perspective changes when you go in like that well and it's like uh, einstein said i think it was einstein who said uh you never address a problem from the level of the problem mm -hmm. you know and G with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Jesus said every time he taught a group of people or he did something, he, he went to the mountain afterwards. 
And so that that's a symbol of going to a high place. We go to a high place. And then we look from that high place, we get a different perspective. We begin to understand that the temporal stuff can be seen from many different angles, but that's when we open our mind and begin to recognize there's a solution. I could do this thing. I could call that person. I could change this. I could da, 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 da. And so as a result of that, we, we find our answers. We don't find our answers by being anxious. We find our answers by going to the mountain, by being in a high place. And that's what meditation or breath work or, or sitting quietly or walking in a garden or petting your dog, that does to you. And that's why it, it, it needs, that's the most authentic thing you could ever do. And that's what we have to learn how to incorporate into our life and just sort of, you know, unplug from technology for a certain portion of the day and allow ourselves to really move into that deeper space. As you do that, it gets stronger. It gets stronger and then you, it becomes something that you wouldn't miss for the world because you want that deeper communication and there is a communication yeah. i mean you do get answers that way yeah i think it's good that there's a contrast there too so that people know when they're in alignment or when they're not you know mm -hmm. so because some people would like even panic and say man i need to be or i'm not where i used to be i think the fact that you're conscious and you're aware of that that you are, because some people, that's just their reality. Like it becomes so real that just fear is normal to them, anxiety is normal to them, versus like, hey, I'm off on track or whatever. So we can, you know, help individuals with, you know, I know you would do sessions and all of the stuff we've been naming, breath work, talking to an individual to let them get it off their chest and, or even us vocalizing it and other people resonating with it, you know, you know, almost being a voice for them. Like all of these things really help. To, uh, yeah. to actually bring you back into alignment. Well, and I think that what you're doing is a sign of our times too, because back 20 years, none of this was going on. But but what I see you doing is you're going beyond ABC, CBS, NBC, all the, the news of like trauma, drama, trauma, drama. And you're you're bringing another particle of, of the reality into light where people can go, oh, there is something else going on here. I don't have to focus on the trauma. I can now, there's, you're, you're opening a door as it were for people to walk through and go, there is another way. And that's what I'm trying to do with the book too, is just give people some practical solutions so that they don't, they if they recognize that they have anxiety that they don't want, you know, too. <laughs> She's not here anymore, but I'm speaking to her essence and, and the people that still have that, mm -hmm. um, that there's another way to do this. And we don't, it's not, it's not necessary. We don't have to be worried about it all. Just, just as you're saying, you're, you're, you're in a way, it's like a prophet, you know, maybe we're both prophets trying to <laughs> help people walk through a different doorway and have so. a different reality. Yeah, I think so. And and part of that for me or for you, many of us um, is to return to the ancient path, you know, the yes. ways that have been forgotten by many, which is nature, which is communion with, with God and the spirits and the plants and everything magical yeah. that yeah. we forgot. We can engage it. It's, it's so weird because technology has replaced all of that stuff. Even mm -hmm. engaging with that stuff, you can do that in video games. 
Like there's mm-hmm. video games where you can engage with fairies and and deities and have superpowers where you you're practicing and building up your chi energy. Like all of it's real and it and it it, it speaks to that primitive side of our DNA that that mm-hmm. is our birthright. But it's mm-hmm. it's in an external source of something outside of ourselves versus really embracing that stuff. And so for me, like the idea of a prophet is to return back. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we we messed up. We missed some things. We need to go back because we've forgotten how to pray. We've forgotten how to meditate. We forgot to, how to how to and be and be okay with ourselves. Like all of these things that even though like we are moving into this technological age, we are we're doing it now and we're so far into it and we don't even know it. But to bring that with us, don't forget about the ancient ways. Yeah, and use this well. Yeah. Use this now because everything. Our mind is such an amazing thing. It's a tool. And we have this creativity that just sort of pours through and we want to learn how to use it well. Not, It doesn't have to be like, oh, good, I'm, now I can make millions of dollars, which is fine. But that can't be the point. It, it has to be about expanding life yeah. and being more kindness. And, and we can do that by connecting with people in India and and Egypt and, you know, Iran and all those places. That's what technology can do. It can make us one family. And that's what I love about it is we are one family, truly. And now we can eliminate the differences and go, that person loves their family just the same as I do. And that person, you know, wants to take care of their family just the same way that I do. So we begin to eliminate the differences, which Mm -hmm. I think is wonderful. That's, pretty much when my breakthrough happened and awakening and coming from a really like strict religious background and thinking that you had it all figured out and that kind of thing until like you start engaging with people who are from other faiths or belief systems and and then you see those similarities because like are are like different religions and schools and sectors and all this stuff teach and and racism and classism and all that teaches us to, to see what makes us different Oh, they mm-hmm. do this differently. They do that differently. They say this, but we say that. And there's just a whole bunch of them. But yes. like, comparative theology, looking into what makes us the same, mm-hmm. it, that totally changed my life, man, to see other people who have that same pursuit of to connect with their creator. And they're using the only tools that they have, you know, and yes. uh, and I am too. The only what what I've been given when I called out to God and I needed something, I needed this this power in my life. It showed us and other people, as long as they have that same heart and that same pursuit, it shows up to them and it may, it may, it's going to be different, right? We're in different parts of the world, but to see that we are that, that same, um, you know, essence, essence in everyone, you know, and to think that you're right for me, that was a huge part of my awakening. It really changed things. I love it. And and I think it's really important that we travel and begin to see other cultures because that's what it does it destroys the idea that they're the enemy and we're the good guys and et cetera et cetera like no 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 (laughs) they're just they're just like you and me (laughs) that's what happened to malcolm x with islam you know malcolm x he was was on this really uh black nationalist kind of uh you know racist kind of uh, uh uh you know form of islam until he took a pilgrimage to Mecca and he's seen people of all colors, shapes mm-hmm. and sizes and creeds like yeah. coming together in unity. And when he yeah. came back to America, it wrecked them. It changed, it changed them, you know, and mm-hmm. he, and, 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 uh, 
and his own people he, ended he up true. killing him, just like what usually happens to prophets. Your own people kill yeah. you, you know. But uh, but yeah, once he's seen that equality and and like we're I'm no better, like we're all in this together, which mm -hmm. is what we need to understand. Yeah, they hurt the same way we hurt, and and so forth. And uh, but and again, to go back to there, there are really practical methods that we can use. I mean, really like we can take our a day that seems frenzied i and i i tell people this all the time if you're outside go inside let me turn that off if you're outside go inside if you're sitting stand up if you're whatever you're doing change, change it. it yeah immediately because yeah. your your energy shifts immediately if you do that and then definitely include nature somewhere in your life you've got to You've got to, you know, get outside because the rhythm of nature is such that if you allow yourself to move into it, you you move into the quiet stillness. You'll notice that even when everything's exploding on TV, you know, with whatever's going on, nature never changes. As the trees shift and, and the leaves change when they're supposed to, the birds fly south to, they don't, never get ruffled or upset, you know. And I think that you know, they're living from a deeper space. They're living from a space of knowingness, what I call knowingness, that because they're connected to the spirit that just they let it guide them. And that's what I want to encourage people to do is like connect to this deeper spirit that yeah. can guide you. Yeah. And then it never guides you into frenzy and care, you know, chaos, it always guides you into higher knowing a, a better way, a kinder attitude, and so forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, another scripture comes to mind where it says those who are led by the Spirit are the sons and daughters of God. To be led by the Spirit or that same who are led by the breath are the sons and daughters of God. You know, and so we are the peacemakers. The Bible says blessed are the peacemakers. In a time of confusion, you're bringing peace. You are contending for peace. Peace between, yeah, religious ideologies and, and camps and peace between you know your family like in every area there's a blessing in it for you yeah. blessed are the peacemakers and so fighting and contending for it especially right now you know covid we're, mm -hmm. we're probably about to go back into a second lockdown you know just crazy confusion stuff but in the midst of it still maintain your peace people yeah. are losing businesses you know so so much when you really if you was to <laughs> lay into it it will create despair in you and it's easy uh to to you know to go with the flow and this is the narrative to step into that narrative i found and i believe that all narratives are real all timelines exist whatever you believe shows itself to you and yeah. you have the ability to bring that into your reality and, mm -hmm. it, and it becomes real and it will show itself to you even if it's just to you and we, we can get real woo woo with that with angels <laughs> aliens fairies you know all. all of that stuff because if you believe it you can you can engage with it um so you have the you I have the option exactly. so it's not woo i mean at this point science and metaphysics or spirituality yep. is merged for sure so so what you're saying is not woo, -woo at all it's it's really backed up by quantum physics that you no know, when we hold our attention on a particular thing we ignite that possibility and that's what shows up in our life. And the idea of magnetism is scientific too. 
So none of this is particularly woo-woo anymore. It used to be. But yeah. now we have science that backs us up on all of this. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing. You know, there's, there's just tons of documentaries and stuff like um Again, you know, being able to see that stuff and weigh it with science, you know, mm -hmm. or seeing it when it becomes practical. Again, when spirituality becomes practical, you know, that's something that you, you, you deal with in your book, practical steps to engage think, this piece. It's easy to say it, but you got to show it. How gauge with it? How do we bring it into our, our, our life and, and, and into the yeah. now moment today? Not tomorrow. Like, I'm, I'm not promised yeah. tomorrow. And there's ways to do that. Well, and the thing about it is, is that spirituality is the most practical thing there is. It's way more practical than entering into the chaos of what everybody else is telling you. Spirituality is the most practical thing. So let's say that you've been telling yourself a story that you'll never be successful and you have to have six PhDs in order to do that, or you have to know the right people, or you're not worthy enough, or da 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 da. And that's your story. Well, that story is just something you made up or somebody handed you and you've been telling yourself for a long time. And once you recognize that's the story, you can decide, I no longer want the story. I'm yeah. going to change the story. <laughs> and that's as easy as this moment right here, right now. I made an agreement this morning with someone and I said, um, I'm going to ask you for one day to, to have no negative self-talk, to have no put downs to have no no uh, no to say that you're not worthy or you're not good enough. I ask you today to have one day clean of all of that. Is that an agreement? Yes. Okay. And I'm going, then we'll do one day. And then maybe tomorrow we can add another day. But the point of it is, is that we are the ones who tell ourselves the story. We, of course, we've gleaned it from lots of different resources, mm -hmm. but that story can go in a minute. We can make up a new story anytime we want. I am a brilliant light in the world. I express dynamic truth. I help people heal. I help them release their wounds. I give them a new way. That's a story. And that's your story and my story. And we can live that story. And guess what? It's so much more expansive than all the other ones that we've been taught or told you. Yeah. And yet when we're expanding in that way, we're also walking in this world and helping other people do the same thing. Mm -hmm. That's a new world. That's a new world. And that's what, that's what is happening right now. There's people that are going to join in and there's others that are going to, uh, 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 I'm mm -hmm. not going yeah. there. And that's fine. That's fine. It's a choice. But, um, but there's a lot of people now are ready for a new world. And it, this is the time for it. I'm with you. Um, but what, what would you say to the people who would who would like accuse you or us of living in denial and being too optimistic and living in this fantasy world that that's not real? Um, mm -hmm. You know, because, you know, whether it's, you know, getting in the voting process and trying to win the election and marching and, you know, marching for change. And this is the way to do it versus like, no, we're going to try to, a different approach kind of thing. Mm -hmm. People who would say that, you know, we're living in the denial and created a fantasy world in, in our minds that that's not even real. What would you say to those people? Well, first of all, I have, I never defend. I have a rule with myself. I never defend, make excuses or blame. Um, and so if, if people, I mean, they really do have a right to believe that if they want. Um, I always ask them, have they ever tried sitting quietly for a while? Have they ever tried um, forgiving? Have they ever tried just moving into 
appreciation and gratitude because if the the really the ones that are telling you that you live in a fantasy world are they're hanging on to an old reality you know and all they're doing is harming themselves but i also know this truth that they have a right to do that if they really i mean i'm all about free will so if, if they really want to live in a place of chaos and um and anger and fear you know go for it because the consequences are in the actions and you know there's no quality of life in living in that space and at some point they might actually get tired enough of it to really try something new or something different. i don't yeah. know but I i'm think, not in charge of the, what they when that happens yeah. you know? I always say because like you know the spiritual community they, they kind of get a bad rap by some people cl claim to be realist even if they are spiritual they'll say you know these people are just all love and light and they only want to talk about flowers and fairies and let everything's good and that kind of stuff and people ask me you know and they try to make fun of it and say you know why do these people want to do that i think it's because seeing the contrast they have been in a land of confusion they have lived a life of chaos and confusion and hurt and betrayal and darkness and they know that it exists so when we have the ability to choose existence for ourselves or our family or whoever's listening to us we want to make that ride a little bit more enjoyable their burdens are lighter and give them a way out versus doom and gloom and those things because again i think both exist and but you have to choose which do you believe which do you feed into the doom and gloom and being and, and looking for demons and devils behind every corner like if you look hard enough you'll find them if you don't find them you'll create them you know and but the same is there for the love and life and i think that's why we champion like this higher road of going up the mountain as you say well, and I think about this too, is that if, if people are, are constantly talking about how they're disappointed or so-and-so did them wrong or whatever, I always want to ask them, how are you that person? How are you that person that did you wrong? How are you that person that, that disappointed you? Because that person is an outer expression of something that's going on with you. That's why you're so hooked by it. And uh, if you start asking those kind of questions like, how am I the one? How have I been the one that's been disappointing myself? You know, how am I the one that has not fulfilled my commitment that I made? And you begin to internalize it. You begin to discover that you're magnetizing people that to show up in your life to represent the things that you need to work on yourself. And so that might be a lot of responsibility that people don't want to have. Yeah. But, but in truth, truth <laughs> um when we understand that that's why they're having a hard time accepting some of this is because they it's hard to face yourself sometimes you know and it's the work you have to do the work you have to do is is really looking at your flaws if you will i don't like that word flaws but the, the, the things that you haven't addressed yet and um and and start to make peace with yourself yeah. because none of us are hanging out in this world be behaving perfectly we might be perfect on the inside but we're not behaving perfectly there's stuff we need to learn we need to communicate better you know we need to be kinder and so forth but we're in the process of learning how to do that you know and that's a lot of what changes you from anxiety to peace is learning a new way basically learning a new way and it takes yeah. it took us quite a long time to get where we are you know? for sure yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, that is the inner work and, but it changes it. It makes it, 
it seems a little bit harder because like you can't victim blame anymore. You can't like mm-hmm. not victim blame, but like yes. blame others yeah. for your <laughs> what's going on in your life. Yeah. Like you're yeah. because you're the victim. Now you have to change. Versus yeah. I get to blame my mom, I get to blame my boss or these crappy jobs I keep ending up at or putting the blame on everyone else but myself. And when mm-hmm. we we own up and and yeah. we say we have the power to change and to create and to become conscious that, that, that we are co-creators in this, it's a mm-hmm. little bit more work. But some people find that comfort in just being able to, to blame everyone. It was my mother. It was I didn't have a dad in my life. And, yeah. you know, and maybe we all pass That's through that way. veil at some point. But, uh. <laughs> you know, to become conscious of it. But there's a lot of people there, you know, but. But the point of it is true. You can't change anything until you own it. Yeah. it as long as I'm blaming this person, that person, my mother was a wreck, whatever. Yeah. I can't change. I'm stuck with it. And so if you want power, if you want power over your life, if you want to live a, a higher life and have a better job and have a better family interaction and so forth you're the one it starts with right there you can't say well the reason i can't have a good family interaction is they won't talk to me well why aren't you talking to them <laughs> so anyway we begin the it, yes it's 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 taking responsibility but responsibility is freedom when we own it we can change it mm-hmm. yep that's what it is <laughs> i mean like when you go to aa and stuff like that like the first thing is like owning with Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That you have a problem versus mm-hmm. like, well, I don't have a problem. I'm, I can. I'm perfectly good. I'm a functioning alcoholic or functioning drunk or whatever, you know. I'm really good at it. <laughs> yeah, because we get really good at our stuff, even the stuff that we need to let go. And uh, especially yeah. you said, you know, uh, you know, ailments or like character flaws, character defects and stuff like mm-hmm. that, um, traumas, open wounds and stuff, you know, doing the inner work and, and healing ourselves so that we can heal others as well. Um, yeah. a, a big part of your work, again, you've done uh, – it says over 35,000 uh, Akashic readings. That's mm-hmm. a huge number. Can you go into a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, yeah. detail about people who, 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 you know, may not know what that is, the Akashic yeah, records and Akashic readings? Absolutely. Um, Akasha is a, is a Sanskrit word. It's, Sanskrit is the oldest language. But Akasha actually represents that energy in which we live, breathe, and have our being. So we're always in energy at all times and within that energy is a record if you want to think of it sort of like an electronic record that might make it feasible but there's an energy record of everything we've ever done said you know everything that's ever happened and so forth and so um 
what what I do is I basically tune in to that energy field. And so if I take your full name and full birthday, that allows me to uh, focus my mind specifically on that particular individual. And then once I have that connection, and it can happen like that for me, because I've done this for such a long time, once I have that connection, then we can go to look at whatever part of their ex experience they want to understand. If they want to understand, like you said, why am I in this crappy job again? You know, we can look at that and I can look, I can tell the dimension why they have chosen over and over again to live in that energy of the crappy job. You know, what can actually happen to shift that energy? Or a lot of times a biggie is relationship with this person. What, what is this about? And I take it to take those two people and kind of connect them and go, this is what's going on between the two of you. And uh, this is what would have to happen if you wanted it to be different. And so it's all energy. Everything's energy. So it's a, it's a look at the energy and then it, you know, basically express that. What's going on? How does it work? What you can do different and so forth. And so we're always, you know, we're making decisions. We're moving forward. Oftentimes we make decisions based on erroneous ideas or erroneous information. And then because we're not listening deep within to understand what's truly going on, um, we can end up in a position that we don't really want to be in. Well, I, an Akashic reader can look and go, this is, this is how you misinterpreted, or this is how you uh, made a decision to, to go in this direction. And these, this is what has to change for you to do. The people live in these patterns, you know, and then they, they sabotage themselves yeah. <laughs> and often that comes up in a, in a reading where I can point out, this is where you went off target. And the beautiful thing about readings is the same thing as dreams. And that is, it's very objective. It's very clear. It's non-judgmental. It's just information. And it's like, if you have good information, change your life. You can do whatever you, you can be your dynamic self. And that's what I love about it is, um, I, you know, I just want to give people objective information that's indifferent. If you do it, no if, bias, you do it yeah. if you don't, if you don't, what is your business, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's basically what readings are about. It can go back into a past life if that's relevant. I, you know, I always want to ask for what's relevant to the situation. And sometimes that will come up too. Like you, you, um, you're, you're still living from an old pattern that you didn't fulfill in the past and now you're here it's here again for you to fulfill it this time so um a lot of different things come up in a cancer reading but mostly it's healing it's about releasing some um illusion or just you know disinformation and help the mind refocus and i i love that idea that we really that's something we all need to learn how to do refocus if you're mad at joe then go inside and look at it from another dimension and ask yourself, what is it about Joe that I'm really upset about? And you'll find out that it's you really, that Joe is just playing a part in your dream. And, um, and then you get to recognize that I'm the one that gets to change here, whether Joe's in my life or not, I'm the one that gets to change. So that's what a, a reading does too. It just gives you the, 
bigger picture. This is the way I like to look at it, the bigger picture. That's awesome. Um, I like I like even the way you said, uh, you know, in this dream, because I feel like this yes. is a dream at times, but we are lucid in this yeah. dream. And what yeah. happens when you become lucid in the dream, like, w like when you go to sleep? You get to mm -hmm. change things. You get to experiment. Mm -hmm. You get to yeah. break the laws of physics even and fly yeah. or swim to the bottom of the ocean. You know, mm -hmm. there, there's so many things that you can do in a lucid dream. And so when we look at our reality now and we become lucid, we become awakened in the dream. That's what woke would be anyway. I woke up in the dream and I understand exactly. universal law. I understand that everything that, that I do has a, uh, equal and opposite reaction. So let me be mindful and everything that I do, everything that I think, everything like moving forward so that we can change the outcome of the dream and, and hack the dream state, if you will. Mm -hmm. So I've been I thinking that. about that recently. I like the hack part. That's yeah, great. Hack the dream. But that's what Buddha said. I'm, I am awake now. Yes. So he was no longer confused. He understood that there was something much bigger going on. He less, let go of a lot of attachments in that way. You know, the attachments and sometimes we make it so important that we have these attachments but oftentimes if if we're too attached i mean i can enjoy my home but i can also move um and so if if we we want to look at our attachments too and because he he let go of attachments and he said i am here i'm awake and i think sometimes it can be that simple you know we can enjoy everything. We can enjoy it all, but not be so attached to it that it means I cannot be happy without this. Of course, that's what addiction is too, right? Mm -hmm. And aren't we all addicted in some way or other to something, you know, whether it's yeah. being right or, you know, or <laughs> having the last say or whatever it is, yeah. you know. Um, going back to the Akashic stuff, like what does that look like for you? Like if you was to do a session, like do you have to kind of like tune in or... Yeah. And, and you say you need like birthdays and stuff like that as well. Like, what do, I, do, yeah, do what you... I like is, is let's say your name is, is John Smith. Well, there's Katrilla John Smith. But if we do is John Arnold Smith and his birthday is July 9th, da, 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 you know, that makes it that energy so specific that I can go right to it and I connect. And that's why it doesn't matter if you're in china or in italy or wherever you know because your energy is everywhere and i can connect with your energy and then then go from there and, and read read what's going on so whether it's in this present moment or we look back and ask for something significant that might relate to this present moment so that you can really sort of unravel some things and um and in free yourself really it's about i think of it some people look at it as like, oh, it's so exciting. I'm, I probably was a king or a prince or something. Or <laughs> no, probably not, but it's possible. But the point of it is, is not what role you played, but how you played that role. And, and how much of that did you learn from? And how much of it did you not learn from? And then you're reenacting some of that now, you know? Like people who want to blame might have many lifetimes where they blame everybody else, you know, and they keep yeah. repeating the same, you know, it's Groundhog Day all over again, you know. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a lot of a lot of that going on and, you know, escapism, too, when it comes to some of that. Um, yeah. Is it the same like when you would read a person as far as like 
without even knowing their name, like being able to look at a person's energy and kind of scan it. And like, you look at them and you know, things about them that they don't even know about themselves. Like that kind of, is it similar to that? Or is it, is it different with with, with like handling the information? I could do that too, but it's much deeper. It's much deeper because you get facts, you get facts and situations and you get our um, dimension and details with an Akashic reading. Now, I always, when I meet people, I always have a sense of them immediately, you know? And so that becomes truth for me. I mean, I don't discount it unless I see something contrary to it, but normally it's right on. (laughs) But I think it's, it's really more about training the mind because we all have that ability. It's just, we have to train we have to train our minds. Our mind can do lots of things. We're only limited by what we believe. And if, you know, anybody, if they pay attention, I notice this a lot. People meet somebody, they don't give them eye contact. They, they brush by. And I think, did you not notice this, this, and this, and this, you know? And, um, and yet, but I think if we just stop and notice and just notice the feeling that we get, because children notice children, yeah. They will shy away from someone who's angry. They will shy away from someone. And, and they, do, they don't know words. They just know energy. So they know immediately what to go toward and what to avoid in an instinctive way. We just have lost it because we've been taught, well, you have to greet everybody this way and you have to honor this person and respect that one. And, and so we've been, we've been sort of overridden you know, with our natural instincts, which kind of a shame. I mean, I think it's nice to have manners, but it's also don't discount what you already picked out. Yeah. 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 Being able to read the energy and Mm -hmm. intuitively. And again, like that you're talking about, like, you know, the little kids, I remember my daughter, um, when we would have friends bring their friends over here. So we had a friend, but it's, Hey, my friend's going to come. I'm dating this new guy. I want to bring him over. And he shows up and, my daughter was like, she was real little and she's just like, she's staying in her room. She won't even come out. Mm-hmm. And it's, and, and, and there's been other people who come over where she just like real clingy and bringing yeah. toys to them and talking to strangers. Like, but other people it's like, hold on, there's something up with this. Oh, I can yeah. feel that energy. And you notice that and you yeah. pay attention to that because she knows something. Yeah. She can't put it into words, but yeah. she knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Really. You know, yeah. always want to keep that going never discount it because people are like oh that's just silly you know your aunt you know your aunt loves you blah 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 he's like ah, i'm not picking that up <laughs> yeah there's um um you talk about like you know people not making eye contact and stuff like that like uh, it's sometimes it's hard as being an empath or somebody who can't like you're always reading people and to mm-hmm. look into their eyes is to look into their soul mm-hmm. and like and it's intimidating it, it you know it can be intimidating to you know everybody you see you know like these deep truths about them and they're and you're just trying to get your oil changed you know what i'm saying <laughs> but it's like i know that you wasn't loved as a child you know what i'm saying it's like so do, do you you know obviously if we want to see miracles in the divine in the marketplace you have to step out and try to engage in such a way that it would you can articulate that information so that it would would help that person um but it can be overwhelming, you know, that again, I'm just trying to have my oil chains. I'm not trying to give you a, a full life reading and, you know, ha- help you to leave this job and walk in your destiny like we can. But it's a lot yeah. of work and a, and a big responsibility that empaths, you know, 
have, but you're, right? I think you're making it heavier than it needs to be, honestly, true, because I think that, you know, just because you can give them a smile, you can transfer energy to them just with a smile. Mm-hmm. You, you're not there to fix them. You're not there to fix them. If they want some help or to be fixed, they'll find you or they'll find someone that can help them. But but when you're there with them, just give them love. That's all. You know, make it simple because you you can't say a two or three sentences and create this sparkly reality for them, you know. But you can you can smile and you can compliment them or you can have wish them a great day and you're transferring energy and that's all we really yeah. do in that you know when we when we see the best for each person i i really believe that jesus healed by seeing light through each person he saw the real person Mm -hmm. he saw the light essence of each person he saw the goodness of each person he didn't bother himself with oh you know they stole money from the neighbor or something he he only saw the light essence of each person and i think that is going into the world and healing that's healing work. And that's what I want to do. That's what I choose to do is, is when I see someone, they tell me, Oh, they got this or that going on. I go, I see light. I see light. And I, I know it makes a difference because we're all connected. And then when we're connected, um, they are, they begin to connect more with their light because I'm reinforcing it with them. And so by them reinforcing themselves, they're able to move more freely within that light and maybe you know dispense a little bit more with whatever it is they're hanging on to as a negative energy does mm-hmm. that make sense yeah oh yeah yeah that's that, that should totally be you know the default you know because we are making an impact by being present being uh-huh. you, know, you know being interested when people are talking and and, and caring mm-hmm. about people not that you have to fake it but you you genuinely do care for individuals yeah. and you want them to feel good you want them to feel love off of you and you you meet those individuals who you can feel it off of them like you know that like they genuinely love you you want to hang around them you want to be around them because they're genuine people again if you're reading energy and uh and you know somebody who's doing the inner work and who is like you know their auric field is beaming with love and just mm-hmm. to be around them you feel loved you know that kind of thing so that's definitely the, the type of person I want to be, and I, I strive to uh, to maintain. You know. Yeah, I but I think it can be very simple too. You know, it, everybody is a choice for each person, and there are those who are very into their woundedness and want to stay there. And so I yeah. I like to acknowledge that too. Like it, it's none of I really got to that point with my mom where I realized because I was always trying to convince her to. to look at things from another angle or to see the positivity in a situation, which was kind of nonsense because she was never going to hear it from me. But, um, but at one point I realized, why am I trying to change her? You know, I don't want her changing me. Why am I trying to change her? And I thought it was so rude of me to try to like impose my way on her while she was imposing her way on me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think sometimes when I, in our, helpfulness we we tend to impose our ideas on somebody else when it's none of our business no they have to move in the way that they need to move and ultimately ultimately what happened was um with my mom when she was getting ready to die she she actually talked to me about it and i was the only one that she did that with and i was i actually felt very honored because 
at that point I realized she knew that she could talk to me about it. And, you know, of course I was in my thirties at that point, but I thought that was kind of amazing because it was like a complete turnaround because she was actually respecting me at that point. How cool is that? You know? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so things had, even though I gave up trying to make her be something that I wanted her to be, she was, she got the essence that I knew something that she could relate to and, and could help her. Mm-hmm. And, and that was a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I think that that's what happens with people when we quit trying to change them and we just allow them to be who they are, but we love them anyway. And then at some point when they're ready, they'll come to you. Because yeah. people have said to me, how come you're happy all the time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, trust me. I, uh, you know, <laughs> in, in my circles, when, when they need you, they know where to find you. Like, just like yeah. you said a while ago, like, I've had those people who, who even like would, would like make fun of me for doing what I do or, or yeah. poke, poke fun. But when they, when they, lo- when they lose a loved one or mom is dying of cancer or whatever it is, they hit me up. Hey man, I need you to pray, yeah. dude. I need a, I need a miracle. I need a breakthrough. Maybe they wouldn't even tell nobody that they hit me up, but they do. And so yeah. for me, like to know that, like, okay, you were you're poking beautiful. fun at me at, at at one point. Now you're coming to me for life advice and spiritual, mm-hmm. you know, answers and stuff. So um, when they need you, they know where to find you because you because you you're walking in your light and you didn't yeah. self sabotage or lash out at them for making fun of you. You understood where they you put yourself in their you shoes and it really helps. You saw yeah. their wounds. Well, the same thing happened with Jesus. Do you remember where yeah. the soldier came to him and said, you know, hey, my daughter is really sick and. And uh, he said, uh, but you know what? I trust you so much. I know you, you what you're what you're capable of. You don't even need to come to my house because just say the word and I know she's okay. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool because he's the soldier, you know, and he's supposed to be against Jesus. But th- there were other people, Pharisees, that would come to his house at night, you know, so that yeah. nobody would see them and and, and get advice. So that kind of goes right along with <laughs> what, what we've been learning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about your book dreams and the symbology of life? Do you have, have you had like, obviously to write a book like that, you, you believe in the power of dreams. Have you had like some really life changing encounters in the dream state where information comes to you that, that, that you needed, uh, you know, yeah. uh, in the coming days? Well, let me tell you this, the newest book that, that I come to updated all that. And I've added a lot more chapters to the newest book and it's, it's just now been issued uh, it's right now on amazon but it's called um the magic and mystery of dreams uh how to the ultimate handbook on how to interpret your day and night dreams and the symbols in your life so in this book i'm i'm showing you even some experiences like you had a meeting with your boss and da 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 this happened and what's the symbology of your boss and what is it that happened in that meeting and you know, and each part of the dream, as we look at it that way, we get information that we wouldn't get otherwise. One of, you know, I had lots of dreams. I mean, I, I think almost every dream changes your life if you look at it, you know, with a really open mind. Mm-hmm. But I had one where, and I have presidents showing up in my dreams, you know, because a president represents the highest authority in the land. And so to me, when a president shows up in my dream, it's, it's, the, it's my highest authority. You know, and it's not about him personally. It's yeah. my highest authority. Yeah. So I had a, I had done 
I had this uh, done this workshop on this particular day. Energy in the room was not what it was very low energy. In other words, they weren't really listening that well. That night, I had a dream where I was uh, hanging out with President Clinton, and we were at the coffee cafe, and we were having coffee and chatting. And then the motorcycle gang came into the cafe. And then, and they had, you know, the leather jackets and the chains, and, you know, typical stereotypical motorcycle gang. And then President Clinton said, you have to leave this cafe and then I'll deal with these people. And when they're, we're done, you can come back in. I had to leave the cafe and stand across the street until he was finished with the motorcycle gang. And then, oh, and at the, at the same time, he became a motorcycle person, the leather jacket and the chains and all the stuff, the tattoos. And so when that was, when he was finished, then they left and I could come back in. And what I realized from that dream was I'm living in my highest authority. I lowered my energy because I saw in my world, I saw the motorcycle client gang as a lower energy. Mm -hmm. And so when they came in, he transformed into the motorcycle gang person and, and interacted with them. So I still had my highest authority there, but I had lowered. Wow. Yeah. And then when, and then I couldn't come back in until they had left. And so then I could come back and be my true self with the president, you know, in my highest authority. When I saw that dream, I realized, oh my gosh, I sold myself short. I lowered my energy. I don't lower my energy. No. And what I realized, I cannot address that group anymore. That was the end of that. Was that, so, was that a specific group of people like in your life at the time? Well, not, not on a regular basis, but on an occasional basis. And mm -hmm. I realized I can't do that anymore because I'm misplacing my authority. And I'm, I can't lower my authority for anyone. Okay. So, and you know that, you know that. But anyway, that was a beautiful dream. And that was a number of years ago. How long did it take you to interpret that? Was it an instant thing? Or yeah. I've been interpreting dreams forever and honestly forever. And, yeah. uh, and the thing is I see dreams as just as relevant as your everyday life. Mm -hmm. So your yeah. dreams are just a synopsis, yeah. uh, like a minuscule synopsis of your everyday life. And when they, when you have a dream, you pay attention because it's giving you the truth of what just went on. Mm -hmm. and, and that's important to me. I want to know what I want to know from a, higher perspective what is it that just happened yeah. <laughs> and so we even i have a class that i teach and we even do dreams in the class and and we had some dreams last night that i thought wow this is a life-changing dream pay attention to this you know so um yeah dreams are fantastic but in the book what's interesting about the book is that i have i have created a four-step formula for interpreting dreams and um when you, it, it, what I always try to do is make a, a process that makes it easier so mm -hmm. that you can do one, two, three, four, and then you got the meaning of the dream. So the thing is, it takes a lot of practice because you have to start seeing things more from a symbolic point of view because everything is energy and it just shows itself as a symbol. So, um, so when you go through this process, you can look at a, a situation that happened in your life, or you can look at your dream and you can do the same process with either one. 
And when you get, when you learn how to flow with it, when you learn how to, it's like a language, when you get good at this language, you know, it becomes very apparent and very obvious and very life-changing. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. I've learned how to interpret my own dreams and, and, um, and, and a lot of times when I was doing that, um, laying in bed with my wife, we'd wake up in the morning and it would be a, going through a thing where she would, I'd be half asleep and it was almost like easier to interpret the dream because I'm kind of in between the realms. And she would be like, I just had this dream where we were running uh, to this old house that we used to live in and a wolf showed up and the wolf was chasing us. And, and every time like I'm, I'm get the discernment when she mentioned something, I automatically know what it was. The old house, okay, that's this. The wolf represents our financial struggle. This represents that. And it's like, so I got the interpretation, like as she's telling me, mm-hmm. like this, the symbolism, I know what it means intuitively. Yeah. And then yeah. even over my own life and my dreams of yeah. of, of yeah. things coming to get me, alligators and tornadoes play a big part. And I'm reading the chat here. Chris uh, is saying, talking about, tornadoes in the dream as well tornadoes yeah. coming for you and uncertainly and uh, shifting and you know uh the interesting thing about interpreting those dreams like you can't just look at something as like all negative like a tornado is negative or because nope. a shifting could be good like you may need to be uprooted and moved to a new place you know yeah. and uh and, and it could be a good change that's coming so you got to really interpret the essence of the full dream and where you are in relation to that dream i'll give you one a tornado that Tornado is a, a swirling of, of energy, right? And so that person's feeling like they're in a swirling of energy right now in life. That's what the tornado is telling them. And another thing about the wolf, perhaps, is that you know if you look at native um, symbology, wolf would be teacher. And so there's a teacher in you, in your wife. It was your wife's dream, mm-hmm. or was it whatever? Whoever it, had it was my wife at the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you were chased by the wolf. So there was perhaps something that that you were learning or something that you you needed to teach or something that you were avoiding teaching, you know, <laughs> you know? and it might have well been financial stuff, but it also might yeah. be something else. It might be more too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got it. You got to, you know, nothing inter- negative in the dream, by the way, there's nothing negative in a dream. It's just facts. Yep. Yeah. Um, facts. It's huge. You know, uh, it was huge for me when I was stepping into all of this stuff. And I remember, I remember having a dream that was super vivid. Couldn't get out of, you know, I couldn't get it out of my head. I knew it was from God. I knew it was something that had purpose and it was something that was coming. Um, I remember going to our church at the time and I would pull the pastor aside and the youth pastor and I'm telling them, Hey, I got this dream. I really, cause it has something to do with the church I was going to. Like it had like people and the building was there and it, and it was a destruction. Like it blew up and all kind of people left and went to a new place. And, and it's the, even the person who like blew the church up was all symbolic. And, mm-hmm. um, and they like prayed against it. And, and they told me it was the devil that gave me the dream. Mm-mm. And like, I wasn't, mm-hmm. and they prayed that it would go away, but it wouldn't go away. And I, yeah. I, I, I didn't feel a resolution with it. So we were part of a small home meeting that believed in dream interpretation and believed that God still speaks that way. And and they sat down with me. We wrote the dream out, and they helped me interpret it. They had dream books. These were Christians, they, Christian dream books, and it's, and they helped me break it down. And it was like, wow, we can I can tell that I had another, you know, a pair of eyes. You know, what I'm saying, look at this with me. 
And literally within the next couple months, this big thing in my dream happened at, you know, at the church. And like, if they would have been a, a, a people that would say, okay, let's, let's make a correction, let's shift some things, or uh, maybe we can avoid it, you know, some type of warning or something that, that yeah. was coming. Um, but that was like the first time that like something big, you know, happened in the dream state that I wrote it out and everything was symbolic clothing. Okay. If that's okay. Go ahead. The, the church represents your spiritual awareness at that time. And it blew up. Mm -hmm. It blew up for you. And then you were next at in a home meeting kind of thing. So, so the old ways blew up for you and, and you needed to move. I mean, it was a sign for you that you no longer believed a lot of those things, or you no longer aligned with that particular philosophy and you moved yourself into something that was more like intimate or that totally know. happened too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there, you know, there's many ways to, to break it down, you know, and, um, and to look, obviously hindsight's 2020, you know, going through oh, it, you're yeah. like, what does this mean until oh, it happens? And you're like, Oh, that's what that dream meant. But you that's know, what I mean. If, if you, if you don't say it's bad or good and you just recognize something something just blew up inside of me and that relates to spirituality because the church was the symbol right you know uh, then it's like oh okay let me think about that how how have i blown up my old ideas my old beliefs my old philosophies you know and then and then that gives you some peace actually like yeah that's kind of where i'm at right now mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> it's good and then i had another get a couple they were coming into my office for a class and, and they were in, there was this tornado that crossed the road in front of them. And, um, and so when they got to the class, they said, they were telling me about this. And I said, so in your life, what would, who would you designate as a tornado? And immediately they said, his mother, the mother. And I, and I, so they said how she was a tornado. She was really negative, blah, blah, blah. And I said, but the interesting thing is that tornado didn't touch you. You were observing it. It was like a block away and you just saw it cross the road. It didn't touch you at all. And I said, is that how it is with your mother? And they said, yep, she's negative and it doesn't touch us at all. <laughs> and I think that's, that was again, like in life, you know, what we call real life. I don't know that it's the real life, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's interesting stuff. And it's, it's just, to me, it's fun. It's a lot of fun to, to get into these this inner workings and understand that what we're doing out here in the physical world is just the tip of the iceberg, you know, and there's so much else that's going on that is so revealing and powerful. Yeah. It's powerful beings. Yeah. It's, it's like what starts in the dream state uh, is continued with your mm -hmm. eyes open. And mm -hmm. I taught, you know, even like when you hack the dream state going in through meditation and breath work and doing the inner work, like what goes on in here is answered and continued when you open your eyes in your day to day through synchron uh, synchronicities and people yeah. and shiftings and things like that. It's continued uh, in, in, in both states, which is the beautiful thing. Yeah. They complement one another. They're not one separate. Energy. Yeah, one energy. That's all there is, is one energy. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. I like that. It's very, it's synchronistic is right. You know, we are totally synchronistic. And so when we're living in, uh, you know, craziness and chaos, we need to really understand how am I creating that, you know, and do I need to, is there another way? And if, just asking those questions is so helpful because then you start getting answers.
or people show up in your life and go, hello, you know, I have an answer for you. (laughs) Yep. hundred percent. I love it. Well, Jean, I I appreciate this talk. I had so much fun hanging out with you. Um, Your new book is, is out. You got some more coming out and you got a, you have a catalog of work as well. Where's the best place for people to go to check out your work and uh, check out your sessions and your book and all that good stuff. Well, my website is www.spiritualtransformation.com, spiritualtransformation.com. And you can reach me at Jean, J-E-A-N, at spiritualtransformation.com. And of course, um, my books are on amazon.com. All you have to do is put my name in and and the, my you can get my author page and it'll show. But um, for people who are upset with all the stuff that's going on right now, I really encourage them to get this book on um, the the journey from anxiety to peace because bring yourself into a better place it's going to affect your health if you don't so bring yourself into a better place and then if you want to get into intuition or dreams or how to find your perfect you know work expression or how to even look at the bible from a metaphysical point of view um, all of that is available in my other books but I do thank you so much for allowing me to share with you today. And I loved it very much. And I hope that we touched a lot of lives. For sure. So thank you so much, Trutha. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out. And uh, I'll send you the link and everything when everything's up. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. And I'm sure we'll do it again. Yes, please. All right, love my it. friend. All right. Thank you, dear. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Gene Walters, ladies and gentlemen. Good stuff. Make sure y'all check out her book and um, go to her Amazon page. And the book is, again, The Journey from Anxiety to Peace. Practical steps to handle fear, embrace struggle, and eliminate worry to become happy and free. Like, who doesn't want that in their life, right? So if that's something that you're looking for, make sure you check out her book. I will link it below in the show notes where you guys can get a copy as well. So, uh, yeah, man. Thanks for hanging out with me. Um Shout out to all the new people hanging out in the chat room as well. A bunch of new people here. I'm seeing the comments and some familiar names and faces. And I try to pay attention to some of the stuff going on while we're in conversation too. So shout out to everybody. Um, again, like you have to, you have to pursue peace, you know, peace, it, peace is your inheritance, but like it costs, you have to, you have to maintain your peace. Uh, default, obviously of the day default is chaos the the default is worry default is fear so you have to shift and actively turn the knob onto peace um again doing the word study again on the heaviness like three days ago like i experienced heaviness i don't even know why like i have a lot of it, it was something weird and it wasn't only me that felt it it was a lot of other people um who had i, I wouldn't know this unless them sharing it on social media or, or telling me. And there was like a whole bunch of people three days ago who went through this weird heaviness. It was an off day. You just wasn't feeling it. It felt like despair. It felt like anxiety. It felt like worry. And there wasn't much that you can do to get out of it. I, I Probably because, I don't know, it was despair. So you didn't even bring anything to get out of it. You like this weird notion that nothing works. And Man, to to think that that's like some people's reality every day. Like it was just weird, you know, but some people every day, that's their reality. And so, again, here we're just here to champion hope and peace and love and grace and mercy to encourage, to equip and to empower you 
to walk in that peace, walk in that life. And so, um, what is it? Um, peace. The Bible talks about having this peace and, uh, let's see, let me type this in, find the scripture. Uh, second uh, John one, three, I'm just read the scripture says grace be with you. Mercy and peace from God, the father, right? That's the impartation that for grace to be with you. Um, Philippians four, nine, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And it says, and the God of peace shall be with you. Listen, that's our inheritance. The God of peace. It doesn't say the God of wrath or the God of judgment or the God of war or the God of whatever. It's specific. It says the God of peace. You. That's a promise. That is a reality, a truth that you can bring into your timeline right now. That the God of peace shall be with you. And so I just want to pray right now for anybody who's going through that. Anybody who's just, you know, feeling that that heaviness, that despair feeling like you're at the end of your rope, whatever it is, and you just need you just need some peace in your life. So I want to go ahead and pray for that because it works. I believe in the power of prayer. I believe in the power of uh, intention, the power of love. Um, I know peace as a person and peace through my relationship with Jesus Christ um, who would never leave me never forsake me no matter what I do or what I believe or what I got into God's thoughts are continually for me he loves me he's created me with a purpose and a destiny and he will see it to the end that he who started that good work within me and in you is faithful to see it through to the end God didn't bring you this far just to leave you he's got a peace for you that surpasses all understanding that there's depths to it there's depths to peace there's depths to love grace and mercy and all of it and it is for you and so i just bless you with that right now father i just thank you for my friends who are listening who are going through a rough time in their mind anxiety uh listening to the the news and the political debates and going back and forth with friends and family and losing friends and family over all of this confusion and chaos god i just speak peace right now in the midst of all of that confusion in the midst of that storm father send forth your love your grace empower them through the presence of the holy spirit of jesus christ with an everlasting love now in jesus mighty name god we thank you bless them right now father that the latter shall be greater than the former, that their greater days are ahead of them, that they will not be one who just reminisces over memories to live in the past of the good old days and what was beautiful, what was fun, what was new. God, that your mercy is new every morning and you bless them with that, a new mercy, a fresh wave of grace that would never get old, that would always become new every day, exciting, awe and wonder we bless them with that right now to engage it take it what are you going to do with it engage it ask for it right now from the top of your head to the soles of your feet the peace of god love of god to be born again to never be the same jesus name father we thank you for your love and for your mercy help us to run to you first help us to seek you first 
instead of turning on the news. Even before we eat, even before we put anything in our mouths in the morning, let us turn to you with gratitude, with praise and adoration. Let us shift our focus from the things of the world to the things, the things of heaven, to delight ourselves in the things that you Forgive us for being infatuated with the things that you hate, God. Help us to walk in peace, walk, seek justice, and love mercy, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Listen, God loves you with an everlasting love. I love you. Your greatest days are ahead of you. Tap in. God has beautiful things in store for you and only for you that you have to go after. I can't do it for you. Your mom, your pastor, nobody can do it for you. You have to tap in for yourself to go and get your daily bread for this day. Give us this day our daily bread. What does that link in with? That man shall not live by bread alone, that daily bread, bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That is truth. Let every man be a liar and let God be true. Seek him. He loves you. There's nothing outside of you that you need. Go within. Cultivate that relationship with you. Be a positive change in this world. Change your heart. Change your mind. I love you guys. We'll do it again very soon. Thank you. God bless. episode folks to hear more episodes of the truth seeker podcast head over to truthseeker.com and if you're wanting to support the show and get rewards go to our patreon page at patreon.com forward slash truthseeker